Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, I'm Georgia Courage Cole, and welcome to this week's Sherlock's Team podcast. I'm joined today by Harriet Russell. Heather Steele and Lou Huff. Hi, ladies. Hi. Morning. It's very back to school day. I think that was probably said on the podcast last week, but last week I was like, no, not quite, not quite. It's one more week of the school holidays. Today really does feel like the beginning of a new term, doesn't it? It does. I'm excited. I like the beginning of a new term, so I'm kind Mm. of up for it. Uh, I think it was Giles Corrin said in the Times on Saturday. Was it him? I think he said, it's so unfair children get to reinvent themselves at the beginning of a new <laughs> academic year. And we don't, and we should be able to. I think you sort of can reinvent yourself at the beginning you of definitely a new I think so. Definitely. Especially after the last 18 months, it definitely feels like a fresh start to me. The sun is shining though. We're having, we've got a mini heat wave. Although 28 by, degrees. I know. By Thursday, I think it's on the way out. But yes. Anyway. Uh, Lou, I know you were in France for a wedding weekend. Yes, my first um, trip abroad in about two years. So it felt like very surreal to even be traveling, let alone to this like magical fairy tale chateau for um, my best friend's wedding. So it was amazing. It was very, very intimate. It was just the bride's family, the groom's family and me and my husband. Um, So we were very honored to be there. That's lovely. Nine of us and two little babies. So yeah, it was. Did amazing. you cry and cry and cry? I cried so <laughs> much; it was unreal. I think um, the thought of you being the only guest that weren't yeah. family is just emotional in itself. Yeah, it? <laughs> and we had already had the um, the civil ceremony two weeks prior, and I cried a lot in that. They, you know, they'd done a few speeches for that, and I'd watched her come in. So I, I thought I got rid of all my tears then, but. It was literally waterworks were all day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was absolutely amazing and something I'll never forget. It was like, an, it wasn't crazy hot. The day after it rained a lot. But who cares about the day after? Yeah. So yeah, it was it was lovely. It wasn't actually too bright. So it was much better for photos. Um, I want to see some photos. What did you wear? Oh, I know what you wore. Yes, we both I wore, wore our same dresses on Saturday night. Yeah, I wore the blue Arge, age. Never quite sure how you pronounce no, it. No, I'm not. I say Arge. Yeah, Arge, I say um, Arge dress with the cut out of the back and the bow. I kind of look like a sugar plum fairy because I also have my, my um, white Loughlin Randall oh. bow shoes. So yeah. Are they was, still white? No. <laughs> they had, they've had three weddings this summer. Um, all of which have been on grass. So they definitely have looked better. So I need to work out how to clean them. I took them actually to the dry cleaners. I was like, is there anything you can do for these shoes? And he was like, I can try, but you'll leave them at your own risk. And I was like, Oh, you need to go to the restaurant. That's yeah, I think, I think I'll take them there. So yeah, it was really, really special. How lovely. How lovely. Heather, how was your weekend? Yeah, good. Um, I was off last week as well, also at a wedding, but in Newcastle in a brewery, not in France. Slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the antithesis, isn't yeah. it? Chateau in France, Newcastle in a brewery. Love it. But um, So the brewery is in um, the old like Palace of Arts in a, a nice park in Newcastle. So it's a lovely, stunning building. But no, it was very fun. Probably a lot more relaxed. Although you're suddenly relaxed with nine yeah, people. 
possible but it was a lot of fun it's their fourth wedding date which is why it was on a Tuesday Aww. so I think everyone's just so happy that they could do it there were no restrictions and everyone's got a holiday as well so yeah. exactly works, yeah I stayed on in Newcastle for a couple of days after which yeah it was great so yeah fun place time. to go one yeah, of the questions we got on the podcast where's a good place to go on a mini break I would is Newcastle up there Come I really on. like it it's got loads of really good restaurants and good like little bars everywhere easy to get to easy to get around once you're there it's quite small and there's gates head on the other side of all the bridges so you've got the Baltic there which is a big famous art museum in an old flour mill and yeah it's, it, I'd really recommend it for a couple of days yeah you can walk mm. everywhere nice I've parks it's fun it's nice I'd like to see yeah. what it's all about mm. so other than Newcastle did you do anything else on your week off also went to the glamorous destination of Grimsby in Cleethorpes and saw my granddad for the first time in nearly two years. Aww. So that was really special. It was really good to see him. Harriet, what were you up to this weekend? Um, I have to say, Saturday was lovely because for the first time in about a year, I just went and did some IRL shopping. Just went and looked in actual stores. How was that? But it was just nice to get a feel. And where my parents are sort of from in Guildford and where I spend a lot of weekends, they've done quite a lot of regeneration to that particular high street. So it's quite nice. Like they have a bash there now. It's the only Guildford's one outside of London. Shops, yeah. Spacing. There's like a huge Gales there now. Yeah, Spacing. Definitely an Ivy, I imagine. A beautiful Ivy, actually, that's kind of set up on a terrace. Yeah, it's, it's done really well. So it was just really nice to have a wander and just see what was actually there. I think I've become so conditioned to perhaps seeing something on the site and then sort of heading online, bookmarking it and then eventually yeah. buying it. That it was nice to sort of have that almost like impulse shopping purchase yeah, feeling Yeah, when you're again. not looking something mm-hmm. particular. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I know, I need to do that. You're going to inspire me. I'm going to get yeah. this. And the girls in Bash and Guildford are lovely and they're massive, massive SL fans. Oh, so, yeah. that's nice. I've got three children starting new schools this week. All of them new. Oh wow! I know, and my little boy going away to school. So yeah, boarding. Yeah, (gasps) is he day or it's not like weekly boarding? Sorry, I mean it's four nights a week. Okay. Anyway, he's only nine, which I know is really alien to a lot of people. But I've said before, he has learning difficulties, and he's going to a school that you know is totally the best place for him to go. And I'm really happy with the decision, but. It it's going to be hard. And actually, strange. he's he's been really quite calm about it and quite excited. And yesterday, I think, suddenly, our, everyone in our family's like, you know, being so lovely and sending him messages. And his godparents yeah. have been sending him cards. And I think suddenly, yesterday, he was a bit like, wow, this is actually oh. happening now. It's not something we've been talking about it for two years yeah. now. So he's a bit emotional. So it's going to be quite an emotional week. Oh. Yeah. So, so when he's in actually- and out, I've got three new sets of uniforms. Oh. I mean, so when, when's his first day? Wednesday. Okay. So I've got... One child starting a new school in London at 8.45 and another one starting school near Bista at uh, 10.15. That's going to be interesting. I hope drive. traffic's, <laughs> traffic's yep. on your side. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus, I've really got to hope it is. I was like, I can't send Mimi to school on her first day with someone no, else. It's like no, the other no, two, no. we were all like... Yeah, you've you got know. to go. And are you and Jonesy both going together? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, dreading oh. it. I'm really, I'll be very happy when we get to Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Before I get on to questions, a moment for Sarah Harding. Oh my God. It was boring, wasn't it? Really sad. I didn't really know sad. she had... No, neither. No, no. so it was... Uh, I think it was only about six months yeah. ago. It wasn't that long ago that she was talking about it and she said it was terminal at the time. So I guess if you knew about it then you sort of knew it was coming mm. but it was still horrible no, it was like, horrible such like, a someone young... just told me yesterday like oh gosh have you seen about Sarah Harding and mm. I it was really odd especially when you find out that she's 39 mm. so she's six and a half years older than me I mean that is shocking mm. 
I know. I'm yeah. old. It made me husband, go down. Yeah. My husband kept bringing it up yesterday. He's like, oh, I can't think about Sarah Harding. Yeah. I can't think about yeah. Sarah Harding. Get your tests. Yeah. Get your yeah. mammogram book, ladies. Yeah. I've got every test under the sun coming up in the next two weeks, I think. Mm. Scary, but good to do. Moles, <laughs> boobs, to health, DNA, yeah. poo test. I mean, <laughs> you name it. I've literally got <laughs> really back to school for you. It really is. I've got a poo test box sitting. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Without anything in it. Yeah. I hate that. Like, Mommy, have you done your poo test yet? Have you done your poo test yet? I'm like, no. That's the one you have to send through the post, isn't it? Through the post, yeah. But I did open the box and there's like bag after bag after bag. So I think it goes in so many layers. Oh, wow. I mean, I know. I'm dreading that one. God, well, rest in peace, Sarah Harding. And thank you for her poor family. Bookwise. What's everyone reading? Harriet, I'm looking at you. I know, but mine's going to be too too much, I think. I am reading this book by Rory Stewart, the MP. Ah. I saw he had one out. No, so it's not it's not the new one. So I have been reading a lot about the Afghanistan situation and I just feel like I don't understand enough about it. It all obviously kicked off when I was like 10 years old. And although you have an awareness of what was happening, obviously the latest sort of situation you think, I've no idea. Anyway, mm-hmm. he wrote this amazing book where he walked from one side of Afghanistan to the other. Oh. And it's called The Places in Between. And it's basically just his memoir of doing that journey. He had done a lot of other sort of traveling around the Middle East. And it's just his recount of how he managed to get from one side to the other. He did it in 2002. So it was a really sort of tense time when the Taliban were first sort of being forced out by the Americans. So there was a lot of like him having to negotiate with the Taliban in certain parts of the country, but then allied forces in other parts of the country. So you have this real like imbalance kind of as he makes his trek across. And I mean, everyone has their personal opinion about Rory Stewart. He's a bit of an oddball. But he writes in a really, really compelling way. And it's, I didn't want to read like a political book about Afghanistan or the war Mm. particularly because I would find that quite dry, I think, and sort of lose it. But this gives a very human experience. Like that. <laughs> Heather? I read two recently purely because I interviewed them, so I had to read them. But yeah, Jay Rayner's got a new book out called Chewing the Fat, which is lots of little columns about. Did you interview him? I did. Yeah. So good. Uh, I did it over Zoom and I was just like, this is amazing. Did he really? Yeah. He was, he was so nice. Aww. Great guy. I was saying this recently when you interview fellow journalists, they know what you want. So yeah, it's quite a totally. good experience. Yeah, that's um, so true. And then I was interviewed in a summer vein, Elizabeth Day as well, yes. for the site, which was great. Um, was lovely. Yeah, I love really that. And she, that. again, those features always take ages to pull together, but they feel like rewarding yeah. when you finish them. But yeah, she's got a new novel out called Magpie, which is a yes. thriller. And I would definitely recommend that have to anyone. Read it? I have. Yeah, I read it before I spoke to her. And yeah, if you're about to go for a September holiday, definitely would recommend it. Very brief synopsis without giving anything away. Um, There's this woman who meets a man and she's had bad dating experiences. They fall in love very quickly, move in together really quickly. But then this new guy's like, ooh, my job's not going well. So they have to hire a lodger called Kate. And then the original couple are trying for a baby and the lodger gets very involved in their lives. Oh, I think that sounds good. Yeah. Well, I've got a copy that people can fight over. I can bring it into tomorrow but no good a good like beachy thriller i read it very very quickly so yeah recommend both of those chewing the fat by jay rain is probably a very good stocking filler i'd say if people are already thinking about christmas there we go i am reading what they don't teach you at harvard law school which is it was actually written in the 70s by the guy that founded img and so there's lots of sporting analogies which i really like 
I love tennis and lots of references to tennis in there and golf and my family are golfers. So it's interesting in the first chapter, in the first chapter, he says something like, you know, the most important sports that you should learn in life are golf and tennis, which you might or might not agree with, but at school, they're not necessarily prioritized that much. But I do think they're sports that you, you know, you play for the longest, I mean, not team sports in the same way, I suppose. But anyway, it's good. It could probably be summarized in 12 points or something, but there's lots of good stuff in there. Things like punctuation in your emails, which I'm terrible at. Well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I really am. So it's a good kick out the backside. Back to school. <laughs> really yeah. And I actually went on holiday, which I have to give a shout out to. I read The Company I Keep, My Life in Beauty, which... Oh, that's on my Amazon basket. Is it good? It's really good. There's a lot of industry stuff. It's written by Leonard Lauder, who was Leslie Lauder's son. And he's an incredibly nice man. You know, he's definitely aware of their success, shall I say. But he's a kind man, even though he really developed the sort of stable of businesses and, you know, he was responsible for bringing on Clinique and Bobby Brown and, you know, growing the portfolio of businesses. He's very generous about his mother. He's very generous about his wife. I suppose the thing I'm worried about is that it's going to have like business advice in it, which I'm not particularly interested in. I want to hear Well, it's got career advice. It's got professional advice. There'll be stuff you take away. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it is. It definitely really appeals to me. But he talks about the family and how the family work in business and how they kind of um, prevent family feuds. Yeah, I love a business biography. There are some really good ones, but they can sometimes be a bit dry. Oh, uh, I think you'll like it. There's yeah. there's lots of cultural references. Oh, good. Okay. Um, and it moves through the decades. It starts kind of in the 50s or even earlier and goes all the way to the present day. Yeah. So have you read the Bob Iger one? No. Disney? No. Really good. Not a long read at all. Really well written and really interesting. Okay, Okay, I'm going to get on to the questions that have been sent in via Instagram. Let's start off with fashion. We're being asked about what is on our autumn wish list. We'll be a bit careful here because we are talking about autumn winter fashion on the show this week. So if you're listening, watch the show. It's out today and we'll be talking more. But Lou, what's on your list? Oh, so many things. Boots, 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 boots. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm just, I haven't enjoyed summer dressing at all and I just cannot wait to get back into layers. So yeah, coats, blazers, boots and a good handbag kind of all all on my list. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I feel like Last autumn winter was a bit of an event. Yeah. And, uh, mm. I haven't really invested in my autumn winter wardrobe yeah. for two years now. So yeah. I really feel, I feel like it's a bit of a hole. Yeah. I think just last winter we weren't really going anywhere or seeing no, anyone. No, so no. just kind of was like, what's the point in treating mm. yourself to these new things that are just going to sit mm-hmm. at home? So one of the questions is, I'm going back to the office. Where do you advise I shop for affordable work clothes? Heather Harriet, where do you buy most of your work clothes? I mean, we have quite a dress down. I was going to say, I yeah. wear anything goes here other than boxer shorts or trackies. Boxer shorts. I have to say, I've even seen Charlotte in a pair of trackies on a Friday. I've seen Polly in a pair of boxer shorts. <laughs> <laughs> but they style them so well, you wouldn't you wouldn't know yeah. it was inappropriate. Just because you're wearing a blazer doesn't really yeah. quite matter. <laughs> Basically, if I buy Queen anything, dresses, Heather. Uh, if I buy anything, I always think, can I wear it for work and can I wear it not for work? And then if I if it's yes for both, I tend to buy it. So yeah, just the usual places for me: Ganny, Meadows, Arquette. I really like Cos. You've got your real, I feel like you've got your real like stable of brands that you shop from. I'm quite brand loyal. Uh, Not because I don't want to look elsewhere, but I think like when I find a couple I like, they just always seem to have tons of different things out. I think that's a good tip though, is is if you find brands that are good for you, follow them and and be really religious about following them because they will help you Mm. format a wardrobe, won't it? And if you're trying to follow every brand, yeah out there you're never going to keep on top 
of what's new and you're never going to have a look that's tied together so i do yeah. think that's really yeah. good advice mm-hmm. is follow five brands be loyal, yeah. be really aware of what's new and hopefully you can sort of blend your wardrobe and you know like what the sizes are then or yeah. generally mm-hmm. anyway and mm-hmm. they're like a good price yeah. point especially well. if you have such a signature style like you like, like there's kind of no point looking to others to see if they've got something that's kind of sort of like what you've already got and then yeah yeah i agree or it's like an imitation of yeah. maybe not as well made so yeah harriet mm-hmm. You quite like a dress too. I do quite like a dress. I'm I'm basically one end of the spectrum or the other. I'm either in jeans and a jumper or I'm in a dress. There's not a huge amount of <laughs> in between. But I generally just find those the easiest go-tos. For dresses, um, I have to say, I think Zara do do some of the best. I mean, I'm wearing one today. Someone asked me on the street if it was Prada. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was like a Prada. Design. No, take it. I, know. I, w- I wouldn't have said that was Zara. So yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, and then I love Arquette for staples. I mean, the quality on the high street for the price, I think is pretty unbeatable. I know, I always think I should shop Arquette mm. more. Arquette's yeah. good. I always sort of forget to go to Arquette. I don't yeah, know why. I love it. What do you start leather trousers with, Lou? For now, I mean, I personally think leather trousers, you can kind of switch in for your jeans in autumn, winter. So I think they really go with everything. I don't think you need to think too much about them skinnies or straights oh i think there'll always be a place for skinnies but i think this season go straight if you go skinnies you need to really go oversized on top I yeah. Think. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, quite yeah dated hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. <laughs> what do you do when you're feeling uninspired by your wardrobe? I would say go shopping <laughs> or, or I'd say look look to you know if there's influencers editors actresses whatever whose style you really admire look at their outfits kind of I guess maybe we'll break down what it is you like about them you know have you got a similar piece in your wardrobe maybe it's then a different way of styling that piece in your wardrobe that you haven't really thought about so I think kind of use that as a bit of a mood board for then your wardrobe and I think you'll realize actually maybe you get stuck in a rut of wearing the same outfits in yes. the same way and I was actually, explaining yeah. to Coco the 80-20 rule of life last <laughs> night <laughs> quite get her head around <laughs> but yeah I think you'll realize actually there's so many more ways you can wear something if you put a bit of inspiration to it this question made me laugh what portion of income should go onto your clothes shoes handbags and candles candles <laughs> candles is up there I know I, I, love I, candles, I candles are up there for me they are an expense aren't they yeah. so you have to budget them they are they certainly are um, unless you shop at Beauty Pie where yes. you can be a subscriber and they're uh, 17 pounds um, Harriet you write lots of articles on finance I do is there a rule on the amount you should spend on Close. Yeah, I mean, a lot of finance people will tell you about 60-40 and then following on from that 20-20-20. So 40% you should be putting away for actual expenses. So I don't know if it's 
necessarily rent or just your utilities, but at least portion of 40%. And then out of the 60 that's left, you divide that into a further three sets of 20%. And then essentially 20% should go on discretionary purchases. The other two are for things like eating out or saving for a holiday or something. Great. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm sorted. Best affordable knitwear for autumn. Okay, I'd say Arquette. Yeah, again, definitely Arquette. All stories. Stories, I think yeah. Good. Stories is good. It's stories a bit of a higher price point, though. I find stories. Arquette is sort of like a sixty range. Right, right, right. Stories is more like eighty-five. Yes, I think stories is also a bit more feminine. Arquette. Mm. Agree. Yes. Yeah. I find what I like about stories knitwear is it's bouncy. Mm. It's got good spring in it. Yeah, and it washes well. Mm-hmm. I'm giving up to anyway. Just mm-hmm. not do it yeah, nothing above hundred pounds for me. I mean, I used to be a real cashmere snob, but I've really MS does I'm some of the best. Yeah. And actually, MS does this cashmillion range, which is like a blend. Oh. So it washes much better than cashmere and lasts way longer. I've Cash worn million. Cashmillion is what they call it, yeah. And there's so much Harriet Russell. Oh, I know. And the sweaters are like twenty quid. They're so affordable. Oh, good. Where can I buy an everyday leather handbag? On the high street. I've got a budget of 220. That's very exact. I'd say if you see your dream bag for 230, cut some coffees. And yeah. Um, I mean, Pollen is is the one that, yeah. you know, we've talked about a lot in the last year, but they've got a great bag. In fact, I love my scallop bucket. Polly's got a sort of more Loewe puzzle mm, yeah. shape. And actually, my friend's just got it in black. It's really nice. Yeah. APC also do a really good like everyday crossbody, which they've done for years and years, which I think is about three fifty. I had a look at that as well. They do some around the two two fifty, and they're nice nice leather as well. It's It's very mm. thick, yeah, quite stiff. And Mansfield Gabrielle actually, they do also a really nice like everyday crossbody bag, and I think that's like four hundred. There are some good Mm. mid brands, obviously Demelier as well. I mean, they're a bit more expensive now. Two twenty is quite a hard price. Yeah, it is. Arquette and Coles actually, again, God, they've got a big shout out. Some great, but they great leather. Do, um, some nice, simple leather. Also, just buy pre-loved. I mean, yeah, it's quite a hard price point that, but I do think buy pre-loved. If you're going to buy a luxury bag for the winter season, you just said you got your own bag. Yeah, yeah. Nice. For me, it is Celine. Um, I was actually I went to Selfridges yesterday and was scouting them all out, and they, the price has gone up I so know. much. But they do last, and you carry a handbag every day with you it's like investing in your hair so um i do think it is worth it but for me selena is like the brand and obviously secondhand you know on vestiaire you can get some um at half the price that they are from brand new so if you aren't precious about that then definitely that is the way to go i'd say i really like mulberry's new sadie have you seen the blue it comes in it's Ooh, like no. this it's like a sort of dusty powdery blue oh nice i'm was gonna say i'm really picky about oh blue. nice and it comes in a green um and it comes in a really nice off-white i mean i'm not sure i would buy an off-white bag mm-hmm. for autumn winter um although i think they're lovely now and again if you can have more than one but yeah the green is so nice actually an apc do a similar yeah similar shape to that oh sorry agneal as well oh yes your new one yeah they do really nice bags about 600 pounds um but amazing amazing stiff leather lots of different colors great shape um so yeah definitely also want to check out okay the next category for discussion <gasps> daisy has labeled agony art <laughs> Love this. i'm not sure i'm a great agony art i'm quite blunt but anyway tough maybe love. you guys tough will be love. gentler than me met the perfect guy but the divorce papers aren't through yet is this a deal breaker yes no, no. yes no 
course it's not. I think if you've already made the decision. It depends what they mean by not through yet. So I've heard lots of horror stories of men who say they're separated. And of course, it turns out to be a complete load of lies. If if they've got their decree nicei, they haven't got their decree absolute, then fine. That's like legally in the works. Mm. If he's moved out and they've got paperwork, that's a different story. But if it's just some guy who says, oh yeah, I'm getting divorced... Nah, nah, I didn't crack on. Yeah, Agreed. I didn't crack on. Life's too short. Someone said, "How do you deal with being single in your mid thirties when everyone around you is planning weddings and babies?" Good question. Um, How old are you, Harriet? I'll be thirty-three in December. But people are getting married and having babies later than ever. Much later, later. much later than ever. Yeah, I. If I'm completely honest, I go through ups and downs with it. Some days I'm really down about it and other days I could not care less. In fact, you know, I'll hear some awful story about my friend and her boyfriend. I'll think, thank God I don't have to deal with that. Um, And there are days where I go back and think, you know, got my flat all to myself and that's nice. Average age of a first time mother at the Chelsea Westminster, 38. My favourite stat. Really? Yeah. I suppose you just, it's inevitable, isn't it? The biological clock is a thing. It's not going to go anywhere. There are options now, which I will definitely start to explore within, I would say, the next two years, if nothing. Such as freezing eggs, I think, possibly. Mm. I don't know that I... people who've done that. Yeah, I don't know that I want children one way or the other, but I suppose I don't want to shut that option off, is is the point. Um, Do you ever have a child on your own? Uh, this is awkward to say in front of your boss, but not at this income level. I don't know. It's, okay. no, it's, it's just, no, no, no. I think that's a really, yeah, it's realistic. Really big consideration. Mm. Yeah. I've got a mortgage and other responsibilities in that sense. And I think I would be creating a rod for my own back to put, I mean, the financial responsibility yeah. of a child is not to be underestimated. Oh, I agree more, yeah. Um, and I would want certain things for them. People might feel differently, but I would want private education, etc. So, yeah, I just feel like it would essentially be me and my parents raising it, let's face it, from a financial point of view. And I just don't, I don't know how I really feel about that. But like I say, none of these decisions sort of keep me up at night. But you don't have to make them now. No. I know someone who's who's doing it on her own. She's my age, she's 40. I mean, she's, yeah. she has a successful career. Yeah. And she's got a great support network. But I think it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, if I was her, I'd do the exact same thing. But as I said, it's all she's context. a banker. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, you know. Absolutely. And things might be different for me. Well, exactly. Things might be very different for me in 10 years. Yeah. What is the best money you didn't spend? Something you wanted but decided against oh, it? Bloody hell, that's Ooh. a good question. Uh, Probably some sort of insurance that you realise you don't need. Like My husband always says a very wise man told him if he had his time again, he would stand his own insurance more. Unless you took out wedding insurance and it saved your wedding. Yeah, mm. but there's loads of insurance, like mobile phone insurance. But you can yeah. over... Oh, my, I mean, I secretly have mobile phone Mm. is that because you're particularly accident prone it's because i threw my phone in the sea in ibiza and i had to pay 500 pounds for a new phone which made me want to vomit so after that so after Mm. that but my husband gets really cross about too much insurance oh i see Mm. um me and jonesy are in the same camp i remember when i it wasn't my money but i remember when i was about 11 being taken to bath and to like to pick something and there are these pair of white knee-high platform boots which i was obsessed with is like proper spice oh, sinking edge jerry Buffalo, yeah. that's yeah. a good one really really <laughs> wanted them and and then i went into um gap and there was a really nice like moleskin trousers and then a, a navy like double-breasted fleece and i was like oh, what to go for <laughs> anyway, and i went for the classics and I wore them the rest is history <laughs> i think that's the trouble if you didn't buy it and you're still thinking about it you probably should have bought yeah. it yeah 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 
and if you really loved it you probably didn't yeah. want it and then you don't regret it I think those awesome. big things just like if you kind of take yourself away and if you keep thinking about it yeah as I said it's right if yeah not. But how do you find the right school for your children? We've written some great features on the parenting supplement about that. We've written two really, really good education pieces. So read those. Go and see Brody Bibby from Choice, who we did a parenting podcast yeah. with. He's really helped me. Or Sally Hobbs. She's another great consultant. If you're if you're going down the independent route, mm. I don't know whether they, they help with the state. Well, Haywood hey really Ferrier. They were the ones we interviewed for the, for oh, the okay. features and they do it all. Okay, so... Okay. Gift for meeting your boyfriend's parents. Non-alcoholic, please. Ooh. I took my former Cheese. mother-in-law, um, an orchid. Nice. Quite a classic choice. She was nice. quite a keen gardener, though, so it was quite a sort of on-the-nose gift. But... It's an orchid, not a death. The flower of death. Yes. No, those are lilies. Lilies. Yeah, lilies. Mm. <laughs> an orchid's an indoor plant. Mm. Actually, I quite like it. But they need a little bit of, like, tender care orchids. But yeah. the point is they can last a lifetime. If you've ever got a friend who's oh, sick... Oh, <laughs> who is not doing so well health-wise. An orchid is supposed to be a very symbolic gift in terms of longevity. So that's also worth knowing. Cheese. Yeah, cheese is a great shout. Joe Certainly. Loves. I yeah. think Joe yeah. Loves. Brilliant brand. Um, okay, this is now titled Work. Where do you start if you want a career change after a career break? So I guess this is mothers going mothers, back to work. Yeah. Who want a new career. Again, we've written some really good features on the site about this. It's never um, too late. No. no, it's never too late. It's just, I think it's just about trying to do some really good research beforehand and reaching out to as many people as possible. Lots of coffees. Yes. Mm. Lots of coffees. Also, just be aware you're going to have to start at the bottom, but yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. mothers can progress quite quickly. And we've definitely had mothers who have gone back to work and started at Shellux after a career break. In fact, several of our senior team. But I think you progress... Quite quickly, I would say if, if you're on maternity leave, keep your toe in the water if you can. I know it's so hard yeah. when you have children and you're like, okay, this is my life. This is the beginning of everything. This is what I've waited for. This is the most incredible thing I'm ever going to do. And I'm never going to want to leave these children. But actually you do and they will go to school and those years do pass. And if you can just keep at it somehow, I think that's really valuable. But I also think it's never too late. And I think you progress quite quickly and you become very useful to your business. Um, well, we'll behind the scenes be back. When? Today. Wow. He's here. <laughs> He's here with a suntan and a pair of espadrilles. We also, we couldn't get dressed for summer this morning other than Rich is wearing his shorts and his espadrilles. Yeah. 27 degrees is supposed to be. There you go. There, go. there you go. <laughs> He's here. It'll be back next week. Other. This is Daisy's labelled this under other. Miscellaneous. Uh, miscellaneous. Okay. UK November break ideas other than obvious places like the Cotswolds. Harriet, you've just been to... Um... I went to Norfolk and I did not enjoy you want me to talk about oh, that? You, you don't like Norfolk. Well, don't don't slam Norfolk, please, because I, I love it. I know, but there isn't. It's a. It's more of a. It's more of a second home, holiday home, yes, yeah. rent a house place. Yep. It's not. It's not like going to Brighton. It's not buzzy. You're not no. walking around it for shops and bars and little. You know, yeah. there are a few lovely little shops and cafes yeah. and delis on the sides of the roads and things. But it's not. There isn't a hub to Norfolk. No. If I had to go again, I would go to my Bath. Yeah, Bath, love a Bath, and, and then you can still go to like Froome, which is having such mm. a moment at the moment. Yeah, moment nice moment. yeah, Froome, Bath, Bruton, I would say. You went to stay in a really nice place in a Bath. Yeah, really lovely. It's called the Yard in Bath. Um, if you are yeah going for a weekend, really lovely little boutique hotel. I tell you mm. where I really want to go, Rye. Yes. Yeah, Rye is great. I really, Have you not really, been there? no, a really nice. I interior. love it. Um, so quick fire. Ideas for a hen do next summer. What to do? Where to go? Where to stay? Well, get onto the wedding edition for a start. New Forest. I think they've got some lovely hotels, including a pig down there. And the pig are great, actually. They they let you take over certain spaces and stuff for Hindus. 
that my sister in law, I couldn't go, sadly. Not so, I mean, I'm not a big hen fan. Uh, I'd have been there, Harriet, if I wasn't in Cornwall, I promise, but I'm mm. not a big hen fan. She went to Magic Mike. Yeah, that's oh, what I wanted I was, to do. I was so <laughs> much fun. We took my mum for her 60th oh. birthday. I have never laughed so much. Is it like life. Chippendales? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. God, no Yeah, thanks. but like better than Chippendales. Chippendales is gross. Magic Mike wasn't gross. Oh, I'm hoping oh. I still get to do it. It's so fun. Anyway, <laughs> favourite autumn traditions to eat, do and wear. I mean, how long have we got? <laughs> favourite autumn tradition? Oh, I really like going to the queue. The lights. Lights. Yeah, Christmas lights. Oh, I just thought I was going to skip that this year. Done it two years in a row. Okay. I'm like, am I halfway yet? Mm-hmm. Bar humbug. Yeah. I do really like it. I just don't too sorry. <laughs> Heather? Uh, yeah, autumn roast with friends on a Sunday, bottle of red, somewhere mm. nice. I love bonfire night. I think it's so nice. It's like the start of winter for me. Well, mine is getting dressed up for Sunday lunch. We went to Bathsar actually for my 40th. Oh, fun. Lunch with the children, just five of us. And we're like, we really want to do once a month. We want to go into town sounds really <laughs> but you know it was so nice to put on nice clothes yeah yeah uh, on a day when it gets dark and you come out and it's dark and you yeah. have bloody mary and we want to do oh, that it's so exciting i know yeah. in the summer i sort of want to be in the garden yeah Barbie, but yeah. something about going out for lunch on a sunday in the winter mm. i think it's really Sat nice. by the fire yeah mm. so nice best hairdressers in london such a good question. If anyone has recommendations, I need them. Well, I oh. do through Lou. Yeah. I can't bloody get an appointment with him. So hard. Although I have cancelled the last two because okay. you're right. on a blacklist. <laughs> I know. Hype okay, on St. John's yeah, Hill. Yeah, Hype on St. John's Hill. Okay. Alberto and Naomi, they are oh, the best. Oh, did she cut too? Yeah, she's great. Oh, really? Okay, really, good really tips. Good. He, I can never seem to get time. Mine. Someone said, how does Georgie keep motivated to eat healthfully and exercise? It's called vanity. I <laughs> I'm the first to admit it. I like clothes. And yeah, that's it. Any good Christmas market recommendations? We're getting in early here. The show that's Autumn Fair. Show that's Autumn Fair. First of October, people. Yeah. 100 brands. Save the date. Favourite cocktail? Negroni. Oh, I like a Bellini. Does that count as a cocktail? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I'm such an old woman. It's a white Russian for me. Uh, milk. No, I love it. Frank. No, it's delicious. It's like Bailey's, but better. I'd rather have tequila shot, I think. Me too. Oh, tequila, no. No. Um, well, you may be surprised here. I'm going to talk about lockdown liquor and say their lychee martini, which is a tradition. <laughs> it's freaking good. They better make it permanent. A bloody Mary. Just I like gin. a bloody Mary. Yeah. Relaxed birthday, dinner, restaurant recommendations. Relaxed. Ooh. I went to Lawn, which is in Belgravia, yesterday for a Sunday lunch, and that was very relaxed. A nice sort of three courses, modern food, nice ambience, good wine. I'd recommend that for Central for cool. a relaxed lunch. That was nice. I'd say Pulo Pot in Sloan, just off Sloan Square. Yeah, down that's that. my, nice well. my first proper date. Oh. So. I just think, yeah, if you, if you want something for date night as well, really cozy, really nice, really comes into its own in the winter as it well. Does. Nice. It does. Who? La Familia? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good, good one. Shout. That's a great one. <laughs> Tips for Australians that are back in lockdown. Oh, God, I feel for you guys massively over there. What the hell is going on? Yeah. What? Go back to the beginning watch behind the scenes from... I was going to say that. From the, okay, I've had quite a few people, quite a few Australians messaging me on Instagram saying, thank God I've been oh, watching back from the beginning. Oh, nice. We are cooped up. Oh, God. Come up and put a timetable together. Exercise for an hour. Read a book for an hour. Watch something for an hour. Cook nice food. Best affordable fragrances. Beauty I've, Pie, hands down. Yeah, good one. Such a, such a good fragrance brand. They look beautiful. They look like Byredo, but they're like 20 quid if you remember. Okay, I don't think you can beat that actually. Favourite podcast, one each, go. Sentimental Garbage for me. 
out for lunch with Jay Rayner. I know I keep talking about him, but he's good. He's got good good guests. Hard spell with his bidet. I've just listened to, we wrote about it ages ago, um, Bunga Bunga. Oh, yeah. About Silvio Bernasconi. I mean, I the guy crazy. is a total crook and he was Prime Minister of Italy twice. I mean, it blows my mind. It's really entertaining. It's narrated by Whitney, whatever her name is, an American journalist, broadcaster, and it is great. It's like glitz and glamour and just blows your mind. Anyway, that's it for this week. Thanks, ladies. That was fun. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, please leave a review. Please tell your friends to listen too, and we will be back soon. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.